This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I've had a terrible start to the day. Oh, no. <laughs> Vosislos. I've, uh, I've got a stain. Oh, oh, yeah, I noticed the stain. Yes, mm-hmm. I know, you pointed it out. Well, I, that's what friends are for. Yeah. Watching the fine. whole room full of people to say, you've got a stain. They aren't people, they're yeah. staff. <laughs> that's the spirit. But, Frank, it's awful when it happens at, you know, so early doors. Yeah. You have some big choices to make for the rest of the day. But it was a, bra- a white jumper is always... Uh, oh, yeah, don't. It's always a risk. Surprising that Emily's chosen to cover it with a high-vis vest, though, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I never expected that. It's given me a bit of a headache, actually. All I can say is, it's thank all heavens... all crushed up in a bag because she cycles here. <laughs> yeah. Thank heavens for that tabard yeah. that I keep handy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, uh, I got a little bit overexcited. Why's that? Uh, you know, life. OK. <laughs> oh, life. <laughs> life. Um, oh, yes, it was um, uh, April Fool's Day. Oh. Did you do any tricks? Well, I like to do a trick mm. on April Fool's Day. It's a tradition, and I am, I suppose, a professional fool to some extent. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I tell you, you right, I, I, tell you right, I, had, I gave it, it had a ramp this year's. Oh, yeah. Because oh, I went downstairs, my partner, Kath, and our six-year-old child, um, was da- they were downstairs. And so I was coming down mm. and I was on the phone going, oh, wow, that's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Into the dead phone, you know. <laughs> I mean, I didn't just arrive and do it. I arrived <laughs> doing it. They, you know, um, stage note, they are found. Yes. Yes, well, I was found in the midst of it. <laughs> and I, I saw Ian Botham do it. I'm pretty sure I saw Ian Botham do it at Lord's once. Ian Botham walked across a crowded... Oh, yeah. Um, what do they call it? Concourse. Lo- and, lovely um, use of concourse. Yeah, and there was a lot of... Uh, obviously, there was plenty of cricket fans about. Mm-hmm. It was Lord's. Yeah. And um, biggest laugh I ever heard at Lords, by the way, and can I say it was around the ground, yes. away fans and home fans. Actually, they're probably all home fans. Yeah. It was England play Pakistan, and there was an announcement saying, uh, uh, Mr. Patel, is there a Mr. Patel in the uh, in thing? And it got a massive laugh from everybody. Anyway, so um, it's okay. Don't have to look it up. It's fine. Checked it. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, Ian both Ian Botham oh. was on the phone, and yeah. no, so no one spoke to him. And I was absolutely sure he wasn't on the phone. Oh right. yeah, he wasn't speaking. Yeah. He was just walking with it. And again, it was, no one talks on uninterrupted to Ian Botham for that long. No. Anyway, so I got downstairs on, and I went, okay, I'll tell him. Yeah, God, <laughs> well keep me posted. Put the phone there. I said to Boz, I said, you're not going... You, you can get your uniform off. The, the school's on fire. <laughs> and... Um, it's wrong with you? So anyway, he burst into tears. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I couldn't imagine that happening, yeah. And I thought... <laughs> and I said, um, there's no-one... No-one... I said, the, um, I said they've got the guinea pigs, everything, are out there. I don't even know if they've got guinea pigs. Right. I'd seen one on Fleabag, and it was just in my mind of an animal oh, yeah. that might be in a school. Uh-huh. I said, you know, all the drawings off the wall. I thought they were very efficient, these firemen. I took the drawings... <laughs> Anyway, he said, I know it's not true. He said, it's April Fool's. And I wanted to do one. <laughs> and yes. I thought, I can't think who that reminds me of. Of course. Yeah. We've reached a stage now where I've got to... Step mm. aside. I've got to step... I've got to be the fool. You're sharing the, the bill, darling. Yeah. I've got to be the straight man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It was oh. a quite a moment. <laughs> yeah. I honestly thought he was really sad that the school was on fire, but no, it was a joke missed. <laughs> oh. I'll be ready next year. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
I think yeah. you have to listen to Bieber, Belieber, because he did, just briefly, Frank, he did an April Fool's that backfired oh, yes. this week. Oh, did he? I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, he had to apologise afterwards. Um, I mean, I don't... I, I think it was going a little far having to apologise, but he put a photo, didn't he, Al, of his didn't see the photo. Sonogram, I saw some of the fallout. Pretending his wife was pregnant. OK. And then I think when people said, oh, we don't believe you... He then posted another... He mocked up a photo of him in the hospital with her hooked up to an IV drip or something. He took it quite far, so people were a bit concerned. But do you think he mocked it, or, or did he phone his PA? Probably phoned his PA. Can you mock up a photo of her? But he's like you. He's a man more sinned against than sinning, because as he says... I'm a prankster. Oh, there you go. He I would never said, actually say that. I know you wouldn't. That's he said, actually... I am a prankster, and it was April Fool's. And then he says, um, you sometimes just don't know what will hurt someone's feelings. But yeah. what, what was the objection? With, he says, I think with pranks, you sometimes have to roll that dice. Hashtag yeah. prankster, hashtag Dennis the Menace. Oh. Apparently he got retweeted by Steve Peng. <laughs> Can I say that won't be the Dennis the Menace that we think it is? I was going to ask, how is he familiar no, with Dennis the Menace? There's an American cartoon called Dennis the Menace, so oh, sandy-haired kid. Oh, I hate him. Yeah. Oh. And, yeah I uh, like the sandy yeah, hair. It'll, it'll be that. No red and black jumper, even. Well, but why were people upset by just saying... Because apparently you pregnant. shouldn't joke about pregnancy. Because, yeah. No. <laughs> Oh, you yeah, shouldn't, shouldn't joke about this. Shouldn't, shouldn't joke, joke about Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> I tried a lie, and I, I can't even remember what the content of it was. Yeah. I April tried Fool's a lie, Day. and I liked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I remember thinking, oh, it's April Fool's Day, I'd better have a crack at it, and I, I hadn't done any thinking about okay. it in the run-up. So I just said a lie, but I was I was a bit mindful of that thing of it has to be something that people are pleased when you then take it away and like yeah. oh good which the school burning down would be one of those I think not to all children <laughs> I mean, that's no, true or yeah. adults I mean I find that's it true. a bit disturbing and I said something and I was in the hall so sort of on the other side of a doorway my son just from the other side of the door went waffling. Which oh. apparently is like what the kids call lying. Is that right? Yeah, talking oh. rubbish. You're waffling. So, I mean, it It wasn't... I didn't even finish the sentence before it got shot down with... Yeah. See, I disbelief. think you're waffling is just sort of you know, chatting. chatting about... Oh, yeah. so all the words are changing. It's oh, like, I mean... It's like being on... You know when the, when the plates start moving in an uh, earthquake? It's yes. like that. Oh, yeah. It is. The, the, the one, are there something tonic? Plates? Tectonic. Tectonic, Tectonic plates. thank you. Yeah. Um, that was the producer. The trouble is you raised... Don't let the accent fool you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you raised the bar so high, Frank, with the Gokwan oh, April yeah, Fool's prank. Which that, you know, regular readers, would you like to remind them what you did? Well, I told my partner that I was, I'd agreed to do a show um, in which Gokwan and I walked around northern towns. Me in different avant-garde... <laughs> Outfits and it's called Why Are You Wearing That? <laughs> and she got furious, said, You're not the person I thought you were. I don't think we can carry on with that relationship. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it was what a bizarre incident. And I wouldn't have minded if hers had been an April, a counter April Fool, but she was oh. absolutely serious. Is there a counter April Fool? Is that a strategy you've just invented? I've just or? invented it this great. Hashtag prankster. I did think yeah. that. Hashtag Dennis the Menace. <laughs> Steve McLaren. Oh, yeah. Was sacked by Queen's Park Rangers, the football manager, on Monday. And I wonder if there was one part of him. Wow. When he got the phone call that thought, yeah, yeah come on. <laughs> oh, I mean, it must have been. Hope springs eternal. It's a good day to dump someone, isn't it? Mm. Or actually a very bad day to dump yeah. someone. Yeah, because they might think, oh, yeah. Say, oh, yeah, we're OK. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of football, by the way, I don't know if you're familiar with, with match attacks. Yes. Football cards, but um, are those ones Buzz like? Yes, um, um, and Buzz, uh, he, he lost his 100 club limited edition Harry Kane card. Oh, okay. Which was Tell a major why. thing. You're going to beg for a replacement? Are you doing no. a shout out? No, I'm not doing that. You know, I don't do that. <laughs> I know. And so I got, I was Yet. on my knees, <laughs> on my knees, looking under for the sofa for it. <gasps> and um, he said, uh, he tapped me on the shoulder and said, April Fool. <laughs> Well, Frank Skinner on 
on Absolute Radio. My uh, my daughter has has a, a good little prank that she does. We I recently made dinner for the whole family. I thought it was going down very well, and halfway through hers, she pushed her plate away, yeah. put her knife and fork down, and went, "I don't like it, Dad." Oh. There was a tension because she yeah. <laughs> bold to just push yeah. it away. Oh yeah, and she went. I love it. Uh, <laughs> she's uh, been drinking from Simon Cowell's cup. Yes, but I like the uh, the pushing away of the plate rather oh, than just. Oh man, you I need was... a, you need some prop work. I, she went it. big. Uh, Respect. Sadly, like any seven year old that has found a joke that works, she's then done it pretty much every hour for oh, three not, weeks. Let's not limit that to seven year olds. I'm <laughs> <laughs> saying every time. I mean, everything. you know, Kathy's like the most health food not case person. My partner, <laughs> and every time this happens, not um, maybe happens six or seven times a year. Mm. She'll have something to eat in a restaurant, and I'll say, "How's that?" And she says, "It's a bit oily." I always say, <laughs> "It's only caught to one." <laughs> Whatever time it is, and I, I will continue to say that. <laughs> I need to be able to say it. I respect. It, yeah, it's it's. You were talking about got Quan earlier, Frank, and your um. Prank, yeah. We've had. You may recall last week you very kindly brought in your copy of Reg Transfers. Oh yes, the personalised number plates magazine. Yeah, we've had Reg Transfers have sent through some of their previous covers. Have they? Yeah. What to us? Yes. So we have <laughs> got Quan. I just thought I'd mention. Let me guess. Got gay. G O K one. That was close. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, God, Freud. Damn you, Freud. G O K one. Because he's got. Because he get. He's got the unique situation of being able to say Gok one, oh, and it's right. basically his whole name. Gok one. You okay, Faye? Has he got that? Um. Well, as is often the case with the personalised number plate, there's been some compromises. Oh, but his would have been so perfect. Gok one. Yeah, isn't near enough is a reg. But I think um, reg transfers perfectly illustrates that we don't live in a perfect world, no, Frank. it does. More than, any, more than anything. <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've gone for 82 Gok. Mm. 82 <laughs> And I mean, he, he oh, put, was he born in 80? He can't How be. old would that make him if he was born? He can't be. That's can't an old be. person talking. It's impossible. No. If he was born in 82, that would make him 36. But God willing, I, he will one day think, be 82. Right, <laughs> like yeah. the broken clock. It will be correct at some point. You'll find clock. some reason for the 82, won't you? Um, Colleen Nolan. Oh, yes. The cover line is, I'm in the mood for a number plate. Ah... <laughs> And do you want to know the number plate? Um, do you want to have a guess? More than anything. Have a punt. C-O-L-3-3-N. Colleen. Again, you're getting a little oh, towards yeah. the perfect world. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think you need to lower your bar a bit. Oh, OK. OK. Um, Something that's um, never been said to me. N-O-L-378. H. Now, you're more on the right line, with respect. What we've actually got is C-N-O... One four N. So I think that's is it Nolan? It's C kind Nolan. of spelling out. Yeah, yeah. C Nolan. C Nolan. The L and the four. The what? The I and the four making the L. That's great. <laughs> Some of them actually hit the rim. You know those ones that mm. run around the rim of the basket before they fall down yes, again. Yeah, yeah. Some of the ones that none of them go in the basket. Not since the good old days. I'd just mm. like to finish with. Uh, the opera singer Russell Watson finishing oh, yeah. the song <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, can you imagine what his would be 10 O-R oh is, is it? it again not in a perfect oh. world oh. almost like T3 N-O-R oh yeah but that's, it's that's not, bad. not bad he's gone for yeah. the closest to an E no, that is that's Are you pretty impressed good. with that? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's leave it on a high then rather than do Stacey what I'd Solomon's. Like to, I'd like to have got Placido Domingo <laughs> and the other two, one of those each. Oh, nice. With just, just ten of the same number plates so that they had the three. Mm. Yeah, we won't do Stacey Solomon. Yeah. I know we talked about what? these No, last go week. on, do okay. Stacey Solomon. What do you think? I mean... SS, not not SS1. Oh, no, no, don't, no. darling. <laughs> oh, no. I'd really be careful with oh, that. Oh, no, black, black sedan. 
SS1, we go faster lightning streaks. It's a mistake, Stacey. It's not you at all. No, I really like, no, I know, but... No, I no, 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 but, you know, God bless you. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. What is her number plate? It's not SS. Solemn, solemn one. <laughs> solemn one? Yeah. Isn't that one of the options for the fortune-telling fish? <laughs> no, it's SX1O... Bug. But it's it is a Oh bug because she was in the jungle. Well I thought that, oh. but it's on the um Volkswagen Beetle, which is like oh, a is that called a love bug? Lovely. I mean nothing to do with her, but not yeah. What's that... SX ten, Frank? Can you have a think about that, please? Stacy. Oh Stace. Stexy. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Stexy. <laughs> what a link. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I went to the zoo this, this week. Felt like you were beginning a poem there. Yes, Frank. I was going to. Uh, yeah, I must go down to the sea again. <laughs> Sorry. Before we finish, I just want to clear up very quickly. We are going to leave the personalised number plates, obviously, but quickly, someone has texted in, just because I like it when people do this, mm. to point out. Actually, tweeted us um, for Taxi Joe. The um, Green Badger has texted to say, "Is it Stacey Solomon is from Essex? S X. Oh, oh, I ten. see. Okay, uh, yes. Okay, what's the ten? I don't know. That might be a post <laughs> postcard. Okay, lovely Maybe. work. Okay, <laughs> no, but that's true. Essex and and Bog. Yeah, because she's in the jungle and she dives of There's all sorts of. Thank you, Taxi oh, Joe. It's, 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 <laughs> It is a the Swiss Army knife of the personalised <laughs> <Yeah>. number plate. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, over at the zoo. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, I, I, now I know, I think I've mentioned going to the zoo before on the show, and occasionally we get people say, you monsters, zoos are <laughs> evil prisons for oh. animals. I don't remember those, but um, if you yeah, want. Well, that was just the bears. Um, <laughs> I did it, when I was at the zoo... I, I occasionally have the, are they happy here, feeling. Mm-hmm. And then I did think, if somebody said to me, say if I lived in a, you know, in a, a particularly dangerous area of, of London, let's say, and somebody said to me, we'll get you a place where danger is completely removed from your life mm-hmm. right. and you get free of calm, and um, <laughs> well, the fact these people speak in abbreviations. And, but, yeah. I like the idea of a meerkat getting that phone call. So and, we got uh, free a com. And all the uh, food you can eat mm-hmm. with care. We got diet nutritionists yeah, making yeah, sure you get all, after. all the right stuff. And a few other people, a few other you know of your of of your uh. ilk. Ew. I'd snatch yeah. their hand off. Yeah. I, you know, you well, can they keep... do, some of these creatures. Well, I'll tell you about that in a minute, because I, I think I've discovered the most horrible animal on the planet. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I think I have as well, but that's another story. <laughs> no, but honestly, I was thinking, you know, well, they're pretty horrible, the hyenas and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Are they horrible? <clears throat> I think, yeah, didn't they? Um, they're a good crowd, They, they forced, didn't they? They are forced, a good crowd. They forced Simba into the... Uh, I can't believe what you see on the ogle box, Frank. Thing. Oh, right. So, yeah, so it made me feel better about the zoo. Is like, Just think that when they said, you know, we're going to lock you up and stuff, but there'll be no predators, people would say, yeah, I'll take it. Lovely postcode, Regent's Park. Hello. Mm. Mm. So, we went to... Uh, it was just me, me and Boz went there, my, my child, and they had... Um, they, they, had, they did talks at London Zoo. I've got to say, I'm a big fan of London Zoo. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's brilliant. And great educational place. And um, they did talks, and they had a talk about um, the Komodo dragon. Oh. Now, first thing I learned, you know, when we have a thing on this program, (laughs) idiotic eureka moments, when after years you suddenly get something. For my whole life, and that's a long time, (laughs) I've called that creature the Komodo dragon. Oh. You haven't. I honestly thought that's what it was called. Thought for me, standards. I honestly, I pictured it in a in a small silken dressing gown. Maybe slight, I always thought of it maybe slightly too short, hmm. embarrassingly short on yeah. the on the dragon. Uh, it's Komodo. I know. I mm. didn't know that. You've made a fool of yourself. No, 
I right. mean, I Komodo think... dragon. Komodo is if they did a portmanteau of Mark Komodo and Simon Mayer. <laughs> wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be Komodo? If they got together. I've been listening to Komodo. Komodo dragon is the Irish branch of his family. Komodo, <laughs> I believe. Is that right? Uh, but so you don't? They're not. Be a great name actually for an Irish um, yeah. act. Komodo. So you've got oh. the toilet humour. Oh, dragon. Can oh, I just yeah. give a point of order here because he won't be happy because I've met uh, Mark Kermode. Yeah. And we're not allowed to say Kermode. He, get, he doesn't like it. No, well, oh, actually, it's not about him. It's about the Kermode <laughs> dragon. Good point. Good so point. what about yes. that? But we're going to have... The, the fairs has landed. Okay. As, um, I, I think that... Is, isn't that a Frederick Forsyth novel? <laughs> um, set in the Middle East. So um, I'm. Um, it was the sequel to the Eagle, and it, it didn't. It didn't do as well. I'll, be with you. I'll come back. I, you won't. It's the most horrible animal. It's. I'm. It's official. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Eh, now the Komodo dragon. Oh yeah. yes. I'm just going to briefly run through. This is how it um, attacks its victims. First of all. It um, it bites out their leg muscles so they can't run away. Brilliant. One. Oh, it's Two. Its saliva mm-hmm. contains bacteria that even if they do get away, they'll be dead in 24 hours without medical assistance. Also excellent. <laughs> it also strategy. contains uh, a non-coagulant, so that, <gasps> so the wound doesn't heal. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> And they're one of the few animals that happily eat rotten meat, and the, yeah. they also eat other Komodo, dra- Komodo dragons. So they don't cannibals. eat their they're children. They're cannibalistic. Children, they let their own children. That's not on. And, they, and, and also sometimes they'll dig into graveyards and eat the dead. They eat the dead, the KDs. They are great, aren't they? Well, they nobody's, are nobody's perfect. officially... The worst animals of all. Why have they not been cartoonified and humanised yeah, exactly. in superhero form? Exactly. Why have we got a Spider-Man when we haven't got Komodo Dragon Man? Uh, well, all yeah, a bad guy. There should be a bad guy called uh, the Komodo Dragon. I know that, and I was trying to remember... In a kimono. <laughs> and he's, he'd, wouldn't it be great if you had a, a, a villain and he'd, he'd misheard it all those years as well <laughs> and he turned up I am Komodo Dragon and Spider-Man says um, look I know this might not be relevant in the midst of conflict it's Komodo no no I think you'll find it's Komodo oh, let's Google it I was remembering Billy Bob Thornton Frank he has a real obsession with the kimono dragon. Does it? With, with the KD. I saw him live, you know, um, Billy Bob Thornton. I saw his band. How was it? Well, I didn't watch the whole gig, let's put it that okay. way. But he's, he's long talked about them and he described them right, as the he? most evil animal that's ever walked the planet. And they should be destroyed. I mean, peas in a pod, are you? <laughs> and, uh... I'm not saying they should be destroyed. but um... He's once said, I have a dragon to slay in my soul. Yeah, of the old Angelina. That's 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 and it says Komodo dragons represent it more than anything on the earth, more than any being that exists. They are the creatures that represent evil. I have nightmares. One night, I woke my wife in the middle of the night because I thought they were all over our house, and we had to stay in a hotel. I'm having a problem talking about them even now. He says. Do you think? Shut up. (laughs) Do you think anybody has said to him, "Are you eating a lot of cheese at night"? And also, do you imagine for one second that it was the interviewer that brought them up? <laughs> no way. So, so how's it going? Let me, I had this nightmare the other night. With a, you know the Komodo? Oh, I thought it was Komodo. No! <laughs> um, they're really, not nice, though, Frank. They're horrible. I'm sorry, they're horrible. Can I, I love them. We've had some of our readers... Well, I'm getting, I'm, I've got oh. the fairs, and, okay. I, and I've, I've heard okay. that the producer's been getting told Do you get in trouble? Are we in trouble? Are we a little bit naughty? Can I say one little thing about the producer, by the way? Yeah. And I don't want to sap anyone's morale, oh. but I just went to look out the window while you two were talking. I accidentally looked down at um, the producer's oh. show notes, Uh-oh. and the first thing I read was, terrible start. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, good. (laughs) This is Frank Skinner. Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.
Can I give you another um, nature fact which I learned? Please do. Um, My nose has just started to run. Sorry to hear that. So I. Bars, um, my child, um, got to stroke a cockroach at the zoo. And um, the blokes... You really spoil him. (laughs) Yeah. And um, apparently it felt like fingernails. Oh, yeah. Yes, I can see that. And anyway, the blokes, has anyone got any questions? And I said, can I I ask a question? And he said, uh, yes. And I said... Is it true? Now you must have heard this. Is it true that um, if there's a nuclear war, the mm. cockroaches are the only things that would remain? Have you heard that? Sarah? Yes, I've heard that and the GC <laughs> are the only things that will. Gemma Collins. Yeah, they will outlive us all. Wow. All right. Um, how, will, how will she breed? <laughs> well, that's one of the great questions. Oh, you don't think... Well, if we come back 100 years later, there'll be a strange hybrid of cockroach, female and, 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 and cockroach. And a bit giant of, cockroach. A bit of Komodo thrown in there. So uh, that'll last, probably. No, so um, it isn't true. What? what really? What did he say? He said, urban, it, urban myth. He said they can take higher levels of radiation than human beings, but not that kind of. This level. should be on breaking news, I surely. I thought yeah. that was an absolute. Um, it's. I mean, I was. Upset. I mean, it's shocking. You're upset. <laughs> But well, I think what cheered me up. Have you ever invested heavily in the cockroaches' future? <laughs> he bought shares in them. Yeah. Have you ever seen well, a, as a landlord? Have you ever seen a red-faced <laughs> black spider monkey? Don't think so. Um, no, I don't believe so. so. Oh, guarantee. Go to them. They oh, are, really? Never mind buying that UHD telly you were thinking about. <laughs> Go and have a look at the red face. Uh, oh, I black love those spider monkeys. Monkey. You see, good. the thing is, you wouldn't think they'd be so agile with all those adjectives they have to. They're white. Well, down. the big oh, yeah. monkeys get a lot of press, but yeah. I think the smaller, more lithe monkeys, yeah. the dainty monkeys, are they really like Ross from they Friends? Yeah, de- <laughs> they deliver. The monkey. I'll tell you yeah. what. This one, it's, they really it's deliver. Like, like, like less attractive people that that. Mm. They try. They tried a bit harder oh. than the chimpanzees. Well, that's and it. Stuff. We've worked on our personalities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not allowing you to put yourself oh, in with the red no. face black spider monkeys. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Yeah, they were. I'd Frank, recommend them. John Round has been in touch. Okay. And he doesn't agree with you about the KD, the Komodo dragon. Really? He says silk dragons. Note the name change. Mm. Oh, very much. Are they cool? Branding expert. <laughs> Hold on. He? He's not thinking kimono here, is he? <laughs> is he he's... another one of us that thought that it was kimono? Well, I don't know. He's rebranded them anyway. Okay. Silk dragons are very much maligned and misunderstood and smuggled. Smuggled? Maligned and misunderstood. It sounds like catcher in the rye. Yeah. <laughs> smuggled, um, he loses, loses the generalised yeah. uh, thing. Well, but. I think what he's saying is that the Indonesian government, apparently, this came off a story that they've had to close Komodo Island. Yes, there's an island. Can you imagine Komodo living there? Komodo Island. <laughs> I think that's in Ninjago, isn't it? <laughs> Masters of Spinjitsu. You ever seen that, Al? I've seen it. You should be it in says. it. It says. <laughs> <laughs> you will. Um, it says they've had to close temporarily Komodo Island to tourists in Indonesia. smuggling. Can you imagine? Can you imagine saying, I, Kath, I've got, a, I've got a surprise holiday. Komodo Island. Who's going to go to Komodo Island? That's I would. terrifying. <laughs> You'd go. I'd be up for it. Yeah. I wouldn't go would there. Would you? Yeah. I'd You'd go. like a bit of coagulation. I'm, I'm interested was, in the KDs. If I was given a them. hospitality backpack flamethrower, <laughs> I'd go. Oh. Otherwise, no way, Jose. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Can I t- do you remember I, s- I told um, you uh, you guys about... Uh, well, we, we were talking, weren't we, about... Uh, you get free things sometimes if you work at a radio station. So oh, every yeah. month, for example, I get <laughs> Mojo magazine and Q magazine. And yeah. sometimes it, you get... Um, what do we get? Sweets? We get, yeah. I got sent some water. Water, yeah. Um, but the last thing was... Guinness Book of Records, I think. Oh, uh, yes. Got a few of those um, over the years. God, I was I was heartbroken this year. I bought one and then I got sent a free one. I mean, it's 
God, we it's got, the worst of all possible I worlds. sometimes get a portrait of my dog, Ray. I got that recently, a lovely Did one. You? Yeah. Well, I'm anyway. using a mechanical pencil that a man who makes mechanical pencils sent the show. Oh, well, yeah, today... Lovely. Actually, I was... Very Is that nice. Hemingway? Have I got really the letter? Nice. I think it might be. We've got one of our readers is called Hemingway. I got a, I got a letter today from... Uh, oh, Herr Hitler. From Josh. <laughs> Josh. And he sent me... Um, he sent me his new CD, actually. Oh, which, did he? Um, yeah. Which he tells me the first song on it, which is called Mike Stone Must Die, oh, um, yeah. which is the thing that um, Elvis used to shout about, <laughs> is, is uh, a strange wife's boyfriend. Oh, Mike Stone, <laughs> I believe, had an affair with Priscilla Presley. Indeed. Was he the karate instructor, Frank? Um, that's right, yeah. Thank you. So, anyway... Um, that's the first, and he reckons that was um, inspired by me telling that story, which obviously <laughs> makes me slightly proud. But he, as, as by way of a thank you, he's fabulously sent me um, a Star Wars tie, toy, not a tie. I'm I wouldn't wear. So I wouldn't to wear. work on in that sentence. A Star, Star Wars oh. toy. A Star no, Wars oh, toy. Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, yeah I oh, can't do Star it. Wars. But the brilliant thing is, he sent me Moroff. Which is that big What's hairy that? thing from Rogue One? I mean, it, right. so it's not like Luke Skywalker or something. He sent me a. What's it? There's a Komodo. The obscure. Komodo, the KD of the franchise. Um, He's a supporting it's, player. It's a scary creature. Brilliant. And he also uh, sent me a book on uh, Athelstan, which is an uh, Anglo-Saxon <laughs> thing. It was per- it's really is perfect. You know what? And nice. Don't there. take this the wrong way. Fill in the blanks, but. <laughs> I think it could be a nice... I think you need people like that in your life with similar yeah. interests. Exactly. Well, I mean, I Frank think he's... had a heart-in-mouth moment where he thought the book was about atheism. I thought it, it was called atheism. <laughs> and I said, I'll have, I'll have a look at it. They might have something to say for themselves. <laughs> anyway, it turned out to be Athelstan. Uh, I, was telling you, I was telling you recently that the latest in a long line of freebies was um, that Absolute Radio gave us free salt. That's true, yeah. It was good. So we'd arrived in the morning. Morning at Golden Square, and there's a counter downstairs with a security guard sitting behind it, and there's a little display box of tiny little um, boxes of salt. Oh my God, is that what it was? Well, I've heard this morning. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh God. no! What a I mistake thought... to make. A... <laughs> so uh, I thought it was eye drops. <laughs> no. Um, so get this. Um, there was 5,000, that's what we were saying, 5,000 yeah, yeah. uh, little boxes of salt. Biblical, this only, tale. only 100 left. Yeah. Now, I, I, read, I read this week that the biggest cause of premature death is too much salt in the diet. Nah. I think that we at Absolute Radio might look back on this. Remember a bikini <laughs> atoll when people went to those <laughs> nuclear bomb tests and oh, for years, <laughs> ten years later, they all died. I think this is what we're going to look back on. This is the bikini atoll of commercial radio. <laughs> um, no, no, it's water. Okay. I, I, can you imagine how I felt looking up then? I thought, mm. um, hi, Frank. <laughs> Sorry about it's that. It's like a radio player. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what, what, is, what, what is it that they do? What's it called, the sound effects thing? Yes, there's a name for it. If anyone oh. knows, text in on 812.15. Faye knows. What is it? Foley. Look, even foley. I don't. That was no, so posh. Right. Even I didn't get it. It is foley, yeah, okay, foley. foley. So they, they do foley. So the blokes with the co- the uh, coconut nuts. All oh, right, coconut, go on. coconut nuts. Do your drinking now. The shells. Well, so, you... Would you like a drink, darling? Yes, I would. <laughs> you have to, apparently. Um, I think um, it's a, a snooker ball in a glass. Is what they do for. Um, ice in glass because ice in glass doesn't sound as much like ice in glass as you'd expect it to oh is that right it's like in the photo shoots for food when they use the mashed potato for ice cream (coughs) Ah. because ice cream melts obviously under the lights do you see of course it does so you do well, the mashed potato. Well, I like my mouth. <laughs> would you like to hear about Komodo Island? Yes. I know oh, I that would. you would. I would, yeah. Well, James has been there. No way. 
We I spent... feel we need some background music. <laughs> okay, can I like the Komodo music? See. Here we go. Just to clarify. Okay. You begin. Hi, Frank. I've been to Komodo Island. We spent two hours trekking, looking for dragons with no luck. In the end, we found four scavenging the bins around the back of the visitor centre cafe. Well, like That's I say, from James. They, they <laughs> love like rotten, horrible stuff. They come. Oh, we should get they, along fine. Are <laughs> people safe, though, um, on Komodo Island? Well, I think I told you there were 5,700... Um, Kermode O Dragons. Oh yeah. And that seems an awful lot to me. It does. In a yeah. confined space. Well mm. an island surely <laughs> is the depends. definition of a confined space. It depends on how big though, surely. There must be some big island. Does We're every does every species have an island named after it? Is that how you Because I've been to Kangaroo Island. Right. Oh. Is is there lots of these? Isle of Man, of course. Uh, yeah. Oh, we, we made, I That's imagine ours. that was first. We, oh, got, yeah. we, we made that one Is first. Is there a bear island? There must be. I th- there's Bear Mountain. Certainly. Oh, lovely. Oh, no, but but let's stick to the islands. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, there must be a bear. People. There's a bear island off the coast. What about of, Dog uh, Island? They didn't get it. Isle of Dogs. <gasps> Frank. Yeah. And that's a lovely picturesque island. Uh, gor- gorilla. 904 has texted, if the photo hasn't delivered this text, is massively disappointing. Um, the photo hasn't delivered oh, this text. Oh, I no. So, um, I'd, uh, yeah. I mean, we could just imagine that it is Bear Island or... I'm guessing it's a Komodo borrowing into a cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, put it, we'll put it on our uh, Instagram thing. <laughs> With a bit, put a bit of music over it. <laughs> be fine. We've had uh, some island, animal islands. There's a puffin island in North Wales. Oh, I think I've heard of that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there a baffin as well? A what? Baffin island. Baffin island. Yeah. Is that I think you've got to take a shower, love. I don't know if it's an animal. I'm starting the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> Start with the animal. Start with the island. Canary Islands, bizarrely not named oh, after yeah. the oh, coal yeah. mine doomed yellow feathered creature. A nice description. Love this person, and it's Gregor and Lewisham. But dogs, canines, that is all. Is that right? What, canary canines? Gregor never really gets it wrong. Really? Mm. Well, goodness, we've had some fabulous natural history news today. Yeah. Well, except for the existence of Komodo Island. No, mm. I'm. I'm I'd never go there because I'd be too terrified, but I'm glad it exists. Are you? Apparently there's over 100 tourists killed there every year. No. <laughs> no, I've... April I'm Fool, guessing. you're waffling. I'm That's what you're doing, you're guessing, waffling. Has- hashtag Dennis the Menace. Hashtag waffling, prankster. Um, I saw an ant. I saw an ant at the zoo. It's the biggest ant I've ever seen. How much did life. you pay to get in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just looked out into the zoo from above. Very small zoo. What you got in this zoo? Ants? No, but yeah. there was ants. There's, there's in in the bog. Wow. In the bog section at <laughs> London Zoo. There's oh, I never go in there. Oh, it's great, and there's spiders just hanging from the ceiling. Oh, quite. Unrestrained. Oh, wow. Producer just flinched. Like, Can I be honest, Frank? Probably. We've talked about this before, but that night section, that's a cop-out, isn't it? That smells of sandwiches and children's trainers, and it's always when it's it raining. Like my house. No, 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 but I'll tell you. <laughs> Maybe my house is the night section of a zoo. They, they have an exhibition. You know those ants that carry leaves? You must have all, we've all seen it. They, they carry oh, leaves yeah. above their heads. I oh, yeah. love those ants. So they're walking down this uh, twig, carrying little bits of leaf. I say little bits, but it's like me carrying one the size of a, a of car a, or a, something. A skyscraper, yeah. probably. Yeah. Oh, right. And there's a big <laughs> ant. More like Lukaku, maybe. Too small with a car. There's a big ant. Frank wants to carry a skyscraper. <laughs> big is that? What's that? The skyscraper, a word that hasn't been used for about 30 years. <laughs> um... But there's a big ant coming up the other way, and I mean, a, really, a big ant. Right. <laughs> I pro- I mean, I, I I don't know. I had the cheek to call myself an ant. It was so big. Was he a big unit? <laughs> and I noticed when these little ants come down with the leaves, the big ant got out the way and let them go past. 
Oh, right. Respect, because it was uh, carrying something. Right. Even in the ant world, the sort of manners you don't often see in our world anymore. Mm -hmm. Just Uh thought, I imagine there was some sort of ant communication which was equal to incoming, yeah. and uh, it got out, it got it went underneath and let the um, oh, the leaf nice. carriers. They have go their back. own sort of to me to you yeah, yeah. thing yeah. going on. They I believe do. they have their own version <laughs> of the three lane motorway system. Actually, you know, like when you pull over for a wide. Well, this one I think wouldn't have been allowed. The big one wouldn't right. have been allowed in the two outside lanes. Well, they have the society. I think it had it had other ants as outriders. <laughs> oh, it was so, so diligent and con- they've got a great work ethic. The ants. It was actually called diligent ants. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. We've had a text in. We've been discussing islands named after animals. Oh ob- yeah, obviously. Yeah, and, uh, and that, five- that old radio yeah. trope. <laughs> five zero. Six has texted, Morning Frank and friends. For the last few months, my boyfriend has been telling me there's a wallaby island somewhere in the middle of a loch in Scotland. I don't believe him. I haven't checked, but pretty sure he's guilty of nothing more than a lame attempt at creating one of those urban myths you hear about. <laughs> I like the way that's been phrased it's a, a lot. an urban myth is arrived at. I'll invent an island called Wallaby Island in a lock. Uh, perhaps you can shed some light on this for me. Yours in anticipation of satisfaction. Ah, so much mystery. Yeah. Not even the full name, just ah. Yeah. He's having a laugh. I think it's a shame. He's having you on, Maybe it's not. Well, I mean, he's having, he's having her on, the boyfriend. Oh, he's, yes. Okay. A lot of people would have Googled this. Yes. Are you saying um, that to Alan? I respect her. <laughs> I respect her for not doing that, of course. We've become so reliant on Google it's that true. when it's hacked out of existence by the Ruskies, we'll be in mm-hmm. big trouble. Can you still say Ruskies? Well, we'll soon find out, won't we? Yeah, I'm um, probably do sure. Do you? Right. Oh, the internet's crashed. Is that Look. connected? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, sorry, guys. <laughs> then it comes back on again. I don't want to go on about KDs or morning. However, I just have a final story I have to share this with you. This is the Komodo dragons for those who's just joined us. Yeah, again, mm-hmm. um, from John Round, who oh, seems John to be Round. turning into our sort of Komodo editor at large. Yeah. Uh, Komodo correspondent. Yeah, he has sent over a link regarding a komo- someone found a Komodo in their bar- hotel bathroom. The It was oh, a really? Planet Earth cameraman. Oh. I mean, it's horrific, this picture. It's crouching... By the toilet. Oh, I thought you meant the bathroom was horrific. <laughs> I was thinking, what, was it a shower curtain that what, you don't like? Or? Well, it was two-star. <laughs> but it's hideous. There were locals trying to coax it out of the house with pieces of rotten meat. It's, it's favourite food. It's not often you get a hotel room with a toilet and a commodo. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? How did it Well, the cameraman up? said that's what they mean when they talk about a monster under the bed. Oh. Uh, okay. Um... Event said after That's one of those that you think of a better line after you press send. Yeah. Oh. It said after defecating in the middle of the floor. Oh. The, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's no easy way of saying it. That's what he did. Oh, I, I think that was the easiest way of saying it. So, I mean, to add to its crimes, it goes to the bathroom on the floor. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Well, it is. It's like to a, be bur- fair, I mean, that's a what dragon. a burglar does. It? Yeah, they're not house trained typically, are they? <laughs> no. Well, I, ironically, the dragon, for the Komodo dragon. After defecating, I'm sorry to say that again, in the middle of the floor, <laughs> the dragon simply wandered out of, the, like, simply wandered out of the front door and walked off into the undergrowth. Well, I mean, how do you even get close to the monsters? Well, you're suggesting they've got, um, they're avoidant. <laughs> they've got intimacy issues. Yeah, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, they um, they'll bite your leg muscles out, <clears throat> and then then the whole thing starts. So, you they know. prefer pigs and goats, but they will eat a human. Mm. Yeah, okay. there you go. There you go. Lovely. <laughs> They're not fussy. That's the, <laughs> the bottom line on the KDs. <laughs> anyway, what else? Well, I, we've been talking about pranks this morning, Frank. And we haven't. I want we to have that person. We just... have all morning. <clears throat> okay, sorry, that was a <laughs> that was a prank. I know. <laughs> um, hashtag prankster. I want to talk about. I think quite a high level prank, 
which was committed, if a prank can be committed, by Keith Wright, a NASA engineer... Oh, yeah. ..who was working at the Kennedy Space Centre in 1969. Now, I don't know if you remember, but a pretty... Boffin. ..pretty big event happened that He does that sound year. like one yes. of the NASA boffins, doesn't he? Uh, this is when... Um, I told you, it was Sir David Frost, I met at a Liza Minnelli gig... And he said to me, uh, your son's called Boz, isn't he? After Boz Aldrin. And I said, yeah, that's right. He said, uh, of course, I presented the moon landing. I thought, that's it. <laughs> fair, fair play. Credit where credit's due. Yeah, got to give him that. He said to me that was one of the few simultaneous events where, you know, it's on ITV and BBC. Oh, yeah. Where ITV won. Oh. <clears throat> He said they had a sort of a punchy, you know, panel and right. features and stuff, whereas the BBC Dickie Davis. had a lot, just a long, drawn-out... Oh. Mm. Mm. Anyway. So, this character... Keith Wright. Keith Wright. Mm. Don't, get, don't get a lot of Keiths, is it? I'm Not call, these days. Well, we're, well, I was going to say, we have a member of the family, extended family, our Keith. Let's call this man our Keith, because in a way he was representing um, Britain. Because can I can I stop you on this story? Sure. So we've got Keith Wright. He's working at NASA in '69. Yeah. The, mm -hmm. the year of the moon landing. Yeah. And it's just that the Fez has arrived. But we're back with Keith Wright <laughs> after this. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What are you grinning at, Dean? <laughs> I think. I was snickering because Barry Smith got in touch, and it was just you know when there's a sort of implied. He's not climbing Barry Island. No. Okay. Um, but you know when there's an implied tone in a communique? Yes. And he said, who on earth thought it was kimono? <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. Do you know my view... Frank Skinner. Do you know my <laughs> view that, that text should have stage direction so you yes. can know exactly what's going on? <laughs> so that would be um, um, with a haughty expression. <laughs> Uh, it was Frank Skinner who thought it, it was, was me. I th but not only I'm on about. I thought that my whole life until Thursday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's been no. a, a moment of revelation for me. Six one two has texted. Sharon Stone's husband was bitten by a KD and needed I... surgery on his foot. Is that Are you sure that wasn't Joe Pesci? Great bit of showbiz gossip, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> if you were, if someone said to you. You're going to have um, your foot bitten by a Komodo dragon, but you get to be married to Sharon Stone. Stranger, what Nostradamus what is doing think? at this? Fair play. I think that's a, that's a, that'd be a deal. You got yourself a deal. <laughs> uh, Idea for a game show. <laughs> but, but Nostradamus was a bit like the personalised number plate, and he was always one or two digits off. He was. Yes, one or two letters off, well, wasn't he? Well, was he? he would say, people help Nostradamus the way they help... Yeah. Their own personalised number yeah, plan. Mm -hmm. yeah. So he'd say um, a robin landed on a wooden gate, and people would go, "There you go, Hitler." Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he was help. Yeah, he said Hister. Didn't he called he? him Hister. I mean, you know, come on, Twisted Hister. I think he called him. And oh, then yeah. that when Twisted Sister, the band came. He had that. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Let's get back we to... We were on a cliffhanger about um, Keith Wright. Yeah. Our Keith 2.0, which is <laughs> Keith Wright of NASA. Mm -hmm. Formerly of NASA. And, and Britain. He's a British chap that was working out there, right. isn't he? I imagine there's a few out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if there's one thing Britain has contributed to in the history of time, it is boffins. The boffin community. <laughs> yes. He's good at boffins, out. And the Germans, they're very good on the boffins. They do well at the boffins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd say, if you was to take a... I, I don't know if there is a sort of heat map of boffindom, <coughs> but I'd say percentage-wise, I bet the English and the, the British, rather, and the Germans, I bet you they are in into the high 60s, percentage-wise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there you go. If anyone knows the actual yeah. numbers on yeah, that. Yeah. Send us yeah. that heat map if anybody's got it. There might be a boffin. <laughs> there might be a boffin. If you're listening at home... So, what, we need to tell them what he did, don't we, really? Yes. What he's done... He's, he's looked up. He's looked, looked up. up. He's he did look up, probably, if he's doing the moon landing. <laughs> saw the moon, he thought. He did there. something a little bit naughty. Hmm. He doodled a union... It's a union flag, we should say. Not the jack, because... No, no, because... We got you know, we have a thing on this show called The Big Moment, which is yes. based on the fact that... Big Mo yes. is Gary Oldman's sister, 
and people tell you as if that's a fabulous revelation. But yeah. more or less everyone knows that. And I think the Union Jack Union flag, mm. more or less. Well, we dealt with it on knows. this show one week, I seem to recall. And also the oh, fact that the ago. Union flag can be upside down is another big moment. Uh. I'd say that everyone says, do you know it can be upside down? Yes. yes. Well, okay. our keys 2.0... I've got one more on okay, this subject. On. That the flag, the American flag on the moon is wired because oh. there's no yes. wind on the That's moon. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. All these things that everyone knows. But what they didn't know was that our keys 2.0, hashtag used to work at NASA, get over it. (laughs) He said, we wanted to give Brits a bit of a credit, so I thought I'd draw a little union flag sketched onto there. There being a solar panel owl, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he installed it on the experiment package, whatever that is, (laughs) and... uh, it went to the moon. So, a little bit naughty. Yeah, it's, a, it's a tricky one to verify. Well, you can with. see it. There's a picture, I think. There's a picture of it in the background. It's still the there, I think. Yeah, with the you flag. Know, you can see the flag there. You know they litter, don't they? You can't see the flag. I well, think it, yeah. it's circled in the article I saw. The solar oh. panels sit there to... Well, I've only seen the circle of Look, the... Oh, if you the believe... Thing, of the panel. They, he drew a flag on the moon. <laughs> flag, flag on, on the moon. moon. <laughs> if you believe... Now, OK. OK, we'll come back to... I uh, think he's a poster boy for the graffiti community. I mean, he got it to the moon. Well, Some of them look happy with a high bridge. That, that is true. He's oh. made Banksy look unambitious, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, he's set, he set the bar pretty high. A balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So there is no picture of the Well, flag. we've There's had a, a steward's inquiry during that musical interlude hmm. and Frank is saying there's no proof. Look, I, I'm not saying... I mean, it'd be a rubbish lie. You know, oh. I do. Oh, so you, would I'm have doing a show with Got Kwan it's called a, Would yeah, You yeah, Wear That? Well, hold on. Did he announce this on um, April the 1st? Oh. Shut up. Let's... Could you get the boffins on, on it, please? Because <laughs> if he was on the one show, then that's on the evening, so he can't Third be doing it. Third of April. Isn't it afternoon that you're not meant I to? I think it was on the one show last night, wasn't it? Right. So, did it was it, on did the 3rd of April. Oh, OK. Did you watch him on the one show? No. No, just read no, the article. No, no. It's a shame. It oh, is I feel a like he's having it, like he's telling I'll tell you what it reminded me of a bit was yeah. in, he's in the Albion News, which yes. is the, Al- the programme of West Bromwich Albion, the official yes. programme. Mm-hmm. You used to get pictures of people in West Brom shirts, like on top of Kilimanjaro oh, right, and nice. stuff like that. And it was like, you know, we, you know, I'm in Alcatraz prison in a West Bromshire. Come on. <laughs> and it, the, it's a bit. It comes from the same place. I know that's not. I'm not saying well, he, no boffin would use that voice. I agree. Or, or go to Alcatraz. Well, maybe they would. I don't know. I evil, agree evil with boffin. Alan. It would be a very strange lie. However, what? there was famously uh, the late designer and very brilliant designer Lee McQueen. Well, uh, yes, Alexander McQueen. Oh, you may I, know as Alexander McQueen. I interviewed him and we spoke about the fact. And what did he say, Frank? Tell well, the story. He was a bit. He wasn't. He was loath to say I definitely did it. Okay. The theory was that when he made jackets for the Prince of Wales, it was Anderson and Shepherd, the tailors. Yeah. He um, that he put um, he put um, some uh, class A swear words <laughs> in the lining. He embroidered. Excellent. It. Yeah. Um, but he wouldn't. When I asked him directly, he wouldn't quite fess up. Well, no. I think the Royals would be all right with that. I suspect they like a good swear. Some of them. Um, well, that's I, my theory. Can I say that's not the official policy of Absolute Radio? Behind closed doors, I mean. Yeah. Know, when it's appropriate. If only this boffin oh, had had a camera phone. Yes. But of course, they didn't exist then. I mean, which do you is mind blowing, isn't it? Do you think he's telling the truth? Oh, he might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> you ran out of steam a bit. No. Well, Mike oh, Pe- actually, Mike Pence said this week. You know, Mike Pence, the yeah. uh, the yeah. um, even more frightening than the president, assistant. What president. did Mike Pence say? I'd give a penny for his thoughts. He, oh. he said, oh, "Would you give two? He said <laughs> okay. that 
that um, they they are keen to restart the the moon program. Oh. Splendid. Oh. So uh, so we might. What about if they went up and checked it out? It's a lie. I felt if they do, I bet when he read that Mike Pence thing, I bet he thought, oh no, they're on to me. <laughs> was he interviewed by Carol Vorderman, by the way? Yes. Yes, he was. Our keys. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Um, Why are you you, well, you pulled a bit of a what I'm gonna call a bit of a face. Did you see the other Carol Vorderman moon um space based story this week? <laughs> no. Vorders? Yes. It used to be my neighbour if you uh She did. Remember. You had an apartment, was it then? I had an apart oh, I had the penthouse one? apartment. And she also had a penthouse apartment. We overlooked and uh, it I was said, the perfect start to a 90s sitcom, that. Yes. Because she said to me, yes, I've noticed you've got a telescope. She never. Yeah. Well, Kath me- and I used to use Meaning. that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, she um, tweeted a photograph this week and it was, she said, a, a body of mine is an astronaut. Well, apparently she went out with an astronaut for a while. Didn't work out. And um, she gave him a photograph of herself (sighs) and he took a photo of the photograph sort of on the windowsill of some sort of spacecraft, space station. So you've got planet Earth in the background through the window and then a picture of Carol. Carol Wowee. But... Best thing about this is that the picture of Carol Vorderman, she's in a bikini, <laughs> and this is the detail that really appeals to me. The picture is from 12 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I, my first time, if someone was going to take a picture of me in space, I'd send them a current, current yeah, yeah. shot. But you know when you get a picture of yourself, you really like... Oh, it's yes. like the journalist's byline photo. Exactly. The so, Julie Birchall one, black and white, 1972. So she is, she is stuck with... <laughs> I mean, God bless her for that. And on, on, I've, I actually wrote down what she says on Twitter. She said, here's a picture of me in actual space with the actual earth behind. Right. Wow. Um, she... Uh, Missed an opportunity to say that she thought she looked out of this world, didn't she? I think um, one of um, one of the comments from no. one of her fans, people say things like... It was me, like, all right, I'll fess up. <laughs> I'm, her fans are of a certain age, I think. I mean, don't get me wrong, so I think she I. looks amazing, Carol Vorderman, but um, uh, it's so complicated, the modern feminism. Is it all right, the bikini <sighs> picture from 12 years? Well, it's not really... <laughs> I find that Madonna. But anyway, um, God bless her. Mm. And um, it, there's an element, I thought, of showing the ex-boyfriend astronaut what he's missing, as they always say in the papers. One, one from the top, two from the bottom. Yeah, so uh, so what he's missing is Carol Vorderman and Earth. <laughs> <laughs> but there was, you said that thing about one from the top, one from the bottom. Yeah. Um, that was her. The Daily Mail still, you know, mm. when, when they have things like um, if they did a thing about uh, who, who's a pop, name a pop star, Britney Spears. Yeah, if they do the, they'd call her the "Hit Me One More Time" songstress. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've describe. got Madonna. Yeah, the Material Girl flew into yeah, London right. this week. They right. they call they still, and this is twice in an article I read this week. Uh, they still call Carol Fordham and the Countdown Queen. Oh, wow! Now, when was she last on Countdown? Oh, unless she's got a new job at NASA. Oh, yeah. through her contacts, numbers be perfect for that. Yeah, she'd be good at that. Five. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that is how she talks. Yeah, that is how she talks. She Stingray. also, and that's Thunderbirds. She also said, "Well, we'll come back to this." Okay. But she, um, she's a fascinating um, personality. Mm-hmm. Frank Skinner. There was an interesting quote as well from Carol Vorderman. I, I, I dug deep into Vordermania. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, she'd been accused of having um, what I believe is called a botox implant. I think, well, I think they come in pairs. It'd be weird to just have one. Mm. Um, and uh, she 
denied it and An said... enhancement. Yeah, and she said that my family are all sticky-out-bottom people. Oh. Yes. Mine too, actually. Yeah, it's I mean, they're no longer here to prove that theory, unfortunately. We have to take my word for it. Yeah, well, I but we have you. the... Um, I used to get told when I did ballet, stick your bottom in, I say I am. Uh, it was awful. Uh, so, in a tutu, you think that would cover <laughs> a multitude? I not in my that. case, my friend. What so. you, you Maybe you needed a 4-4. <laughs> 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 Well, speaking of 4 4, which obviously takes us back to Lord Haw Haw. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I went to school with a boy called that, yeah. Uh, uh, Lord, you know what? We've, I've been t- talking recently about the well known um, right wing um, 1940s radio broadcaster, Lord Haw Haw. Of course, you have. Oh, yeah, it was that very relatable section that. we did. In the yeah. Um, also, in my, um, my rambling um, reading this week, I. Um, I came across a, a, a fabulous piece of info, which you might know, actually, um, Emily, but I, I had no idea about this. After the war... Mm. Um, How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Let me qualify that. Um, Sir Oswald Mosley, yes. who was the leader, of, the leader of the British uh, fascistos... Yes. Um, he was uh, continuing. I, apparently, he continued his work after World War Two. I'd have thought the whole shop would have been closed down. Right. With all that, um, but um, he uh, was causing trouble here and there, and so a group like a sensor set, set itself up, and the, of street fighters to uh, anti-fascist street fighters. Right. Right. Um, to uh, attack the um, the black shirts. Black shirts. And one of the leading figures who used to be out there in the streets mm. fighting, street fighting, I mean a proper street fighting man, uh-huh. taking on the fascists, who? was... Who? I don't know. Vidal Sassoon. You are joking. I mean, who knew? Vidal? Vidal Sassoon is an anti-fascist street fighter. Vidal grew up in the East End, I believe, famously, didn't he? Well, did he? I didn't know that. Very, very humble beginnings, and I suspect a strong social conscience. Yeah, well, clearly, clearly so. And then... um, he made shampoo and conditioner. But that's well, you know that. I had such a well-trodden <laughs> path, that, isn't it? From street violence shampoo it, maker. We've all done it. It's almost like a cliche, like boxing, getting people out of poverty. And it's such so, a one minute social path. justice warrior. My, uh, <laughs> take two bottles into the shower. <laughs> my hard... I, I used to do that in the 80s. <laughs> I... Um, I let that sit for a bit. It's the only place I dare drink. (laughs) (laughs) But listen, um, I didn't want to get it on the carpet. I like you only laugh at someone's joke. I banged my knuckles. (laughs) I um, I'm 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 going to get this. Yes, uh, do you remember when um, I told this when John Lennon died? I was so upset. I took the day off. um, I took the day off Polytechnic. Mm -hmm. Yes. And went to get drunk at the pub. Uh-huh. And a very strange man who used to go in the pub uh, came over to me and said, uh, what are you doing in here at this hour of the day? So he spoke like that all the time. Uh, which is honestly, he wasn't Scottish. No, he wasn't. <laughs> and I said, oh, well, one of my heroes died today. He said, yes, and do you know he was one of the 12 best fencers in Europe? <laughs> I said, was he? Turn out, he thought when I said one of my heroes that I was referring to um, Sir Oswald Mosley, <laughs> who had died shortly before. I thought, I hate to see ourselves as others see us. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Frank? Hi. Yes. Hi. <laughs> We've had... Late uh, in the show to say hello to each other, <laughs> but we'll go with it. That's all. No, we've had a text from Jason F. Chef. Jason Lo- F. Chef, okay. Lovely personal number plate. That could be. Yeah. He says uh, he's been listening to an old podcast. Maybe. It's, you think he's, that's F, he's an F. Chef. It's like something like... Maybe he does the phyllo pastry or something well, like that. Perhaps he's just a, not as good as the others. Well, he might be a Gordon Ramsay type, if you know what I mean. Oh. I quite like it. Oh, yeah, he's an FCF, if ever there was one. <laughs> Indeed. Hey! Listening, he's been listening to an old podcast of ours. Surprise! 
sounds Lads. a bit surprised. You've got to get the punches in. We do very, very well in the prison community, Emily. I Come mean, on, Em. Who else says that? If someone says, oh, I listen to your radio show, are you in prison? No, an old one, though. <laughs> an old, la- an when, old lad. Maybe when he's standing out by the bins having a smoke in his black Crocs. The Komodos will be coming to scavenge. <laughs> yeah. I was su- What's he said? He said this. I was surprised to hear that Frank, like myself, has anchovies on pizza. I thought I was alone in that club. Well, I can tell you, we are not alone, um, F-Chef, because... Um, is that is his name, F-Chef? Yeah, Jason not, F-Chef. Oh, Jason, sorry. We're not alone, uh, Jace. JFC. Jace, because um, I have all, I, my view has always been that a pizza without anchovies isn't actually a pizza. I don't think that counts. I, I, if I have something like an American hot, oh, those yes. were the days... <laughs> Then I will say, and can Good can I heavens. have a portion of anchovies on? So I'll have anchovies. I'll have anchovies on an Hawaiian. You will. Not. I will. Oh. Sweet and sour. Again, those were the days. Kudos to you. I yeah. did not know that you were that anchovy. Yeah, but weird thing. Weird thing is. I do like them now. I, I was. But I don't order extra on an American hot like okay, this legend let's hear, over here. Let's hear, um, <laughs> let's hear the witness out. So I was watching. Um, Oh, what's it called? It's it's like The Simpsons, but it's set in the future. Um, Futurama. Yes, Futurama. <laughs> I was halfway there. Yeah. I was watching Futurama, and they fu- they get a pizza from the past, or the way, or the way, in other words, from our time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I know it isn't a pizza. It's a tin of anchovies in an auction. And this oh, guy okay. says, the main guy says, I'm going to buy that because I don't think a pizza qualifies as a pizza. If it doesn't have hand, and I thought, what a place to find a kindred spirit <laughs> on a random episode of Futurama. And now it turns out that Jason F. Chef is joining a, quite an exclusive uh, club. That we are the um, the gang of three. Your gang, yeah. Well, I won't be in your club. <laughs> Here's, a, it. Here's a question: Are they? I mean, I've always thought they are amongst the saltiest things. Um, on uh, Earth. saltier than Absolute Olives. Radio's lobby. <laughs> saltier than the sea. Saltier than your late father's pocket. The are they healthy salt? Because yeah. they're not. Are they? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Do you know? I trust Alan with food. I'm just swinging for it. I don't know. I yeah. don't trust us. I think we're a bit more of the Vimto and Crumpets variety. Well, Yum. We've got to rethink the salt thing. I mean, I ate one thing. and a half calzone folded pizzas on Sunday. For, for me, I'd see you for out. Me, if all the... pizzas are folded. <laughs> Frank, if there was a, we were set, suddenly thrust into a dystopian future. Yeah. I would send Alan out to do the foraging. Would you? I just think he'd bring back the right food. I wouldn't. I you'd get lost. I'd be a bit of a mystery. I'd have a terrible. I'd get hysterical and have a breakdown. I would, and shout at someone. I would think there was a Komodo dragon around every corner. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't forest. go near the bins. Talking of, uh, I can't forage with my back. Mark Connolly <laughs> has been in touch to say the Wallaby Island on Loch Lomond is true. It's called Inchconachnan. Can you tell me how to pronounce it? I thought it was that? called Wallaby Island. It's called, they've put hashtag Inchconachnan. Can you tell me how to pronounce that? Because you're from Scot- Scottish. Inchconachnan. Okay. Inch oh, lovely. I don't know. I got that. I probably it's got that one. We don't know. Okay. I was just think there was like <laughs> in it. Also relevant me. to the, um, yes. the story. We the will have to end eventually. What about the famous island of Sardinia named after the fish? Yes. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Okay. Very overpopulated, that <laughs> island. <laughs> Honestly, they're shoulder to shoulder, the, <laughs> the citizens. Bijou. So, look, um, thank you so much for listening this morning. And um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, get out. 